Uh, we did an interview, um, our first interview. Um, here's where you insert the claps and uh, you know the sound bite. <laughs> there you go. Uh, our first, our first interview uh, is coming up. Um, I think that's dropping when next week. Is it next week? Yo, what's up and welcome to the 30% podcast episode. Sam, what's 9 plus 10? 9 plus 10? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know in my mind. I don't know why I thought about it being 29. It's 19. No, Sam. Oh my God. Did you use Vine? What's 9 plus 10? 9 plus 10 is 21. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to episode 21 of the 30% podcast where Sam though. clearly missed the Vine I actually wave. Didn't, I actually never I actually didn't participate in that whole Vine era. I wasn't oh, so big on the Vine. internet. I was oh, playing okay. football outside. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. Look at you shitting on me. So you're like, oh yeah. Alpha, I did not Alpha do that at all. One you're one the one outside. who's insecure and you took that as something you need to fix. Okay. <laughs> That's your problem. So now I'm pro- oh, so now so so now you're shitting on me for projecting my insecurities. That I will agree to. Yes. Oh wow, that's actually <laughs> very toxic, Sam. How does it feel to be the toxic member of this podcast? How does it feel to to start a podcast trying to make me look bad? Can we just keep going? You're the one who started this whole thing, and all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Nonsense. <laughs> Hi. Anyway, people, not even alpha. I'm saying hi to the people. To, Leave me alone. Uh, welcome to episode 21. Yeah, welcome, where man. on this 30 percent podcast, we love each other so much that we just start by bickering. That's um, not true. But anyway, Sam, how have you been? How have you been? I have been absolutely exhausted. I'm still tired. Yeah. I don't know what I, I don't do well with like late nights, and I used to like when I was when I was just starting production and everything. I used to be good. Like I'd go. Two nights, three nights, just sleeping off three hours, just producing, producing, producing. These days, I don't know, maybe I'm getting old. Not maybe, I am getting old. But fam, I, old. if I have two late nights in a row, the rest of the week, I'm pretty much useless. And that's what has happened right now. So I'm just doing my, I'm trying to recover physically. Um, and you can't fully recover because uh, you have well, to leave the house and do errands. So it's kind of, it's annoying. But anyway. Yeah, it never stops. Man, no, no I, I get that. I get that. But aside from, from well, for, for me personally, like uh, I'm feeling refreshed, rejuvenated. It's a very sunny day today. Um, And for me, like I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. The sun is out. I befriended yeah, the Yeah, my today. moods are kind of dictated by this. You said you're trying to get active. I just realized now it's very irrelevant information. I said I befriended a cat and now you don't leave me alone. Oh man, that's my dream. You're living my dream right now. I actually want a cat. I think I've dreamt about having a cat two two nights in a row. Those but anyway, um, <laughs> moving <laughs> on. From, <laughs> I swear, I have literally, literally dreamt about owning a cat the Dang. past two nights in a row. I Eesh. do not know why. Um, you sir need to do yeah. more with your life. No, I don't. I love cats. Anybody okay. who knows me knows I love cats, and I do have a cat, but currently. Um, is, well, it's long story, but Dylan, I love you. Um, anyway, uh, I'm doing fine. 
I've I'm, I'm doing fine. Um oh, chilling. Wow. Like I said, my Dylan. Like I said, my my mood. This podcast this podcast is dedicated to Dylan. No, no, Dylan is alive. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, we can still have many more jokes. <laughs> I still have many more jokes about Dylan though. <laughs> I'll give them to myself. We still yeah, dedicate I, this I podcast to Dylan. Dylan, Dylan I, shout out to you. Should I tell what should I tell people what I named? No, let me not. You know what? I'll I'll re, that will remain a mystery as to why I called him Dylan. Um but yeah, Sam. Uh well, for me personally, I had an eventful week. Yeah. I I I would ended talk up recording it. like a like a really big artist who I can't really talk about right now, <laughs> but it was pretty spontaneous and just uh, And you know the funny thing is when I got the call to go record said artist, I my initial reaction was to say no. Mm. And that's As mainly because would, of just uh as one would obviously no i don't think one would i think most people would initially just say yeah, yeah for sure i was I'm being down. facetious oh oh sorry oh, oh sorry sorry <laughs> i didn't Yikes. catch that um but yeah like i just wanted to say no because like being an introvert and being thrust into like unfamiliar like situations i i just i was like you know i don't want to deal with mm. that but i'm glad i said yes and i and i glad i'm glad i did that cuz uh you know got to get their contacts and um you never know what's going to happen from that relationship yeah. um so can't really talk about it until the music is out but yeah um i i didn't produce it but like i just recorded and i may or may not be mixing it i don't know anyway that being said that was my week pretty eventful um by my standards um <laughs> sam why don't you tell us about what you got up to are you saying it like that <laughs> oh man so um yeah the monday and tuesday was very hectic um uh, 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 a few months ago a friend of mine hit me up about something that would have would be happening um with a couple of but he didn't really give me a lot of context he just said that there's there's going to be like a huge production not a huge production thing a production thing that's that's happening um yeah uh in a couple of months and he asked me if I want to be part of it and I'm like you know what yeah sure definitely um and so he just kept on updating me updating me up to the night before so um I wasn't entirely sure of what it would be um until maybe a week after so a week before so this week or last week when does the does the week start on on sunday or monday for me it's always started on sunday so we are in a new week now according to you okay according to me okay. yes so last week right um there was a all right no let me give more context the vice president of colombia let me see if i can Ooh, get her name oh colombia uh, her name did you go is to bogota bogota sorry <laughs> No, I did hear Bogota a lot though. Um Sam, Sam, I have an important question to ask. Here we go. Plata o plomo? Huh? Plata o plomo? <laughs> did you watch Narcos? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Plata o plomo is what um Kina Escobar used to ask people. Oh, okay. Do you want the bullet or do you want was it is it like gold or something like do, like yeah they take the money you get shot anyway that's dark sorry let's go ahead wow um yeah so the vice president of colombia uh, mrs marquez i think oh okay that's her name um dang i should get her name right i do not want to get it wrong cuz we're just 
Can I just say Francia Marquez? Look, yes, Francia Marquez. Well, well you look, this is such a crazy story. You were just there chilling with the vice. I mean, I wasn't chilling with her. We weren't like talking you about like chilling, current events. Man. You guys were kicking it, man. That's your. But that's boy not even. This, she's not even the important part of this. Like this, that's that's not the punchline. Of the story. Oh wow! Um, okay. Anyway, so she's so now oh, the vice. She's the vice president of Colombia. So she's a uh, she's on a pan. She's really um, she's when I saw her picture, I did not I. I found it hard imagining that that's the vice president. She looks like an African African, like she looks Kenyan. Oh, really? Um, like she's dark. She's su- not super dark, but she's like way darker than you and I. Um, and oh, she was an she was an activist before. Um, she fought for a lot of things, women's rights, I think environmental stuff. Like she was just really fighting. Then she became vice president. Um, Colombia has mm. a little bit of a lot of bit a lot of bit of racism. Um, so she's obviously fighting a lot to to be stay in that position. Anyway, so she's she, she <clears throat> I think as part and of she's her, relatively young. She's only yeah, she's 41. she's forty one, forty one. So she's she's an incredible That's lady, crazy. man. Crazy. She's an incredible lady. You shout out to her, yeah, man. Oh, sorry. Lady. Go ahead. Sorry. Um. So we we she's on a pan pan African tour. I think is what it is. I think it's a diplomatic tour. Mm. Um. So she was in South Africa to the week before last week and then early last week she was in mm-hmm. Kenya and then after Kenya they went to Ethiopia and I think they've rounded up the the thing now as part of their hard tour the, they had a cultural so they're having a they were having a cultural exchange right um yeah with the different cultures in the countries sorry um and primarily what they did was so they gathered around seven artists um Seven artists from Colombia. Um, I need to get their names right, but I will do that. Um, seven artists from Colombia to go our, so to to create music, right? So music was one of the ways that they 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 pushed their yeah yeah. So seven artists from Colombia who came. Um, so in South Africa, they worked with South African artists and producers, and then in Kenya, they okay. worked with Kenyan artists and producers. And I don't know if they were doing the same in Ethiopia, but probably they were. Um, Okay. So as part of the Kenyan team, I was I was I was uh, chosen to be one of the producers to work hey, with them. Um so produced by my nigga Sam. <laughs> Sorry. So uh that was that that was what we were doing. Um it was a very busy two days. Um we started early on. I was up super, super, super early on Monday and I got home mm. at maybe past like 11 30 12 a.m um and then the same thing the next day um so it was studio yeah. sessions um first let me let me let me shout out the artists um let me and I, i'll try not to take too long on this uh let me shout out the artists so kenyan from the kenyan team we had a uh, production we had me uh, we had vince on the beat uh, he's done a whole a lot of work with calligraph he's a really cool guy uh, we had uh-huh. um and, uh, a producer called dizzy um, and Easy. another producer okay. called producer engineer, sort of called Austin. Um, okay. Yeah, so we were handling the production, uh, and then on the artist side, we had <clears throat> Critical. Critical is a dancehall artist, and he's, he's oh, Critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he was cool. Oh, damn. Um, and he was okay. also part of the organizing team. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Moses who helped with the organization, and Fabian from the western side i guess i don't know where he's from but he helped organize it too um so we had critical we had boy wale for boy wale he's from he's a rapper upcoming rapper from um what you call it where's that place mombasa uh mm-hmm. the talented young man uh pretty cool i'm excited to see what what he has um like we're t- i don't know who we're talking oh we're talking about it uh, with some with someone else is that nairobi isn't the only place where <laughs> we have talent <laughs> 
Like we have to no, focus sure. outside of Nairobi. Sure. So yeah. So then we had Olivia Ambani. She's a vocalist. Uh, she's really dope. Um, I don't know if you've heard of her. Uh huh. Um. And then uh, lastly, I think I have heard of her. Yeah, she's really cool. Um, Afro songstress, not just Afro though. She does a lot of stuff. And then we have Antonio Sol. Um, he was also part of the mm. team here. Uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, um, yeah. So shout out to them. And then from the Colombian side, let me see if I can get this right, just off memory. Um, the for the women, we had Cecilia. Um, okay. She's uh again. She's like a teacher. She does like very traditional um Afro-Colombian music, mm-hmm. like she educates and all that stuff. It's really cool. Um, she has a very, yeah. very, very, very soulful voice. Um, <laughs> I remember she walked into the booth and she started singing. Everybody just done. They were like, Ooh, huh? Ooh? Um, yeah. So she was good. Then we had Nadia. Nadia was also part of the team. She came a little bit later, but she's also pretty good. Um, yeah. there are two females. I think there were five gentlemen. Um, we have had Alex play. Um, he's a rapper and a Alex producer play. from Colombia. Okay. Um, check these guys out also. Like check those guys out, support them. They were here supporting us too. So, um, yeah. we have Hendrix, Hendrix, Hendrix is a rapper, really cool rapper. A lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of the Colombians, they had, um, they are very, very Af- Afro, Af- like they preach that message of back to Africa, 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 because of just the, the, yeah. the, political state in Colombia currently, right? Um, so a lot of them was very, it was very political. So we had um, Alex, we have, um, well, who did I mention? Hendrix. Um, we had uh, Afronato. Afronato, he's a, he's a rapper also, really dope guy. Um, Josman, Josman is an Afrobeats, Colombian Afrobeats artist. Like that's what he specializes in and produces and, yeah. and, and, and sings and, you know, and so he's really dope. Um, how many of those have mentioned three from the women's side and three from the men's side, right? There's one I'm missing. Around about that. Yeah. Dang, there's one person I'm missing. So, so here's my question. Yeah. Um, so why, were they like collaborating on songs with the Kenyan artists or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the plan was to, the plan was to come up with a few songs um, where okay. they're all working together. And then I don't know whether then they plan to release it at some point. Um, I don't know okay. whether it's going to be a whole project or they're going to release individual songs. Um, it will make most, more sense as a project in, in my will, eyes. Will the songs be um, released under, like by, like under the individual artists or will it be like under an album? Like that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm, it will make more sense as an album released as an yeah. album entity for that specific group. Because that's, that's, there's many artists. Um, there's seven from Colombia, uh, six or seven from Colombia, and then four from here. Um, and then plus the producers and everything. So that was really cool. Um, it was work, It was recorded at, at, at the Snowball Studios. Shout out to uh, Rick um, and Ernest who helped us with the recording. Um, super dope, super dope Shout guys. Shout out to Rick and Ernest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very good experience. Um, the, nice. The... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, when you're it's it's hard enough to work in the in in the studio with with artists, right? And just figuring out people's vibes yeah. and stuff. But now add mm-hmm. add a language barrier like they only spoke Ooh, Spanish only. Yeah. Only. And in fact, they spoke to some of them were speaking a different um version of Spanish than the others. Um so we had to work with with different dialects. Yeah, we had to work with um <clears throat> uh in what do you call them? 
interpreters the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny sometimes, man, because it's like you really want to communicate something and it's, it's just not. Uh, and, it's, and it's just not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- how many, so so did you, like you producers, were you collaborating on, on tracks or d- were you just submitting different tracks? And then what type of genres were they going for? Was it mostly like Afro beats? Was it rap? Was it R&B? Like what was the vibe? Um. Yeah, so the producers worked on tracks together. Like we actually sat down yeah. and made it on the spot. Um, Fire. Uh, which is cool because then now we're feeding off each other and trying to figure out what works. Um, we had to eat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of planning and a lot of things that went into it so that we are efficient with our time. But yeah, yeah, that was that. Um, uh, what was the other question? Sorry. Um, Genre. Okay, genre. genre. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, also, yeah. And then also... Uh, uh, what what they was there like a restricted like message or message mess messaging behind the the songs? Was it just a specific like what, what topic that they were talking about, or were you yeah. guys just creating music? Yeah. Um. So in terms of genre, right? And I think those two questions are linked. In terms of genre, there were there there was a. It was free, obviously. It was free. Um, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm guessing because they were here, it would have been good to collaborate with African producers. I mean, Kenyan producers with a Kenyan sound. But we've had this discussion of <laughs> what exactly is a Kenyan sound. <laughs> so that was definitely... In, that, this, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's that was definitely bad. in play. Um, unfortunately, my Nigerian-ness shined through a little bit and we ended up doing some Afro house... Afro... Afro Afro beat houseish type joint with them, which what, I think came out properly. What, what what's like the predominant genre of music in Colombia? Is it like reggaeton type stuff? Well, they they have it's Latin America, so no no no. They they have they have every. I think they have like a, a mishmash mishmash of yeah. Was that? Of um um of genres. So there's a traditional Colombian sound. There's cumbia. Um, and, and all that, but then they also do have Afro beats. Um, they have hip hop. Like it's it's a it's a mix. It's a mix of of stuff. the message is uh, what really honestly is carries a lot of it out. Uh, um, so in terms of the message, what they were talking about, the, the artists yeah. that we got were very pro pro motherland and back to you know. Is that called Pan Africanism? I guess. Pan African. I guess so. I don't know. Is okay. it? You, I think it is. You'll be educating me Something on that. similar. Yeah. So so it was a lot of, you know, um, more politically charged messages in terms of, and not not like super political, but then it's more like um, back to our roots. You know, we love Africa. We love African people. We are one of, we are part of you. They are all like dark, dark skinned people. Um, well, most of them. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was that. It was very, it was really, honestly, it was very good. I'm listening to other people from, from a different country you think that you have struggles in your own country until you hear what people are going through outside um and how people are being killed because they are black and it's just it's crazy it's crazy so um it was yeah. very good uh being part of it was a good time man being part of um that group um 
shout, shout, shout out to you for yeah. that, man. Um, and I, bro, listen, when the music comes out, I can't wait to hear yeah. um, all that type of stuff. So make sure you link me. And oh, yeah. I mean, we should also oh, link yeah, just, the, sorry, the people who listen to this. Sorry, yeah. an addition. So as part, of the, as part of the thing, on I think Monday night, we went for a dinner at Bombers of Kenya. Um, where there was like a whole Ooh. cultural show and then there was a dinner. Sorry, I said that already. Hey. So it was really cool. Um, and then Monday morning, we had a Ooh. breakfast in Karura Forest. Um, and it was like the most diplomatic. <laughs> it, oh my goodness. It was so like the the governor of Nairobi was there. There was diplomats. There was, it was so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. a pity. It was one of those. Yeah, but it was really, it was good. Um um, Wang, Wang, Wangira Madai, Wangari Madai's daughter was there also. Um, that was fun, man. It was a good, good time. I've never been in that kind of situation <laughs> before. So that's dope, though. Yeah. Uh, that's really dope, man. Um, yeah. Listen, proud of you, bro. Uh, and like I said, I can't wait for the music to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. It'll be really cool. It'll be really cool. Uh, can't wait for the, to see what comes out of this whole. Project. Hopefully, we can go to Colombia too. Um, I'm trying to go over there. Listen, if they give you a call, man, I, I also produce music. So <laughs> listen, I'm down. I'm down. I'm trying to go to Bogota and Colombia. What's this whole Bogota thing um, you keep talking about? Bro, my Spanish is horrible. I thought I knew Spanish. Fam. Donde esta como te llamas? Sorry. Where are <laughs> you? What's your name? Podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> nice. I think I'm that's a transition. So, sorry. so yeah, my Spanish, my Spanish is absolutely terrible. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> Duolingo. Afam. Afam. Duolingo. Duolingo session. A little bit of stuff from Duolingo. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. Like. yeah. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool. Uh, okay, Very cool, interesting experience. Cool. Um, um, bro, listen, like I said, super proud of you, bro. Um, oh, come on, man. Yo, man. Uh, Stop. That's sick. Jeez. So, okay. Aside from, uh, what, okay. What else happened in the week? So maybe we can, we can try and move to like music news. Should we start local and go international or international? Always international I, first. I feel like I so only we can end have local. one international thing uh, that caught my eye. Get it out of the way, um, then. Yeah, the only international thing that really caught my eye was um, the Ed Sheeran news. Um, he he won a second copyright lawsuit over his hit "Thinking Out Loud" um, and Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On." Let's so get it I know we. Let's get it on. I know we reported that he won, and that was a separate lawsuit um, by this dude called Townsend. Um, But this one was actually tabled by... The case was brought forward by Structured Asset Sales LLC. Um, And it's a separate case. And still in st- separate case involving the same tracks by Sharon and, Ma- and Marvin Gaye. Um, and the jury in that case ruled in favor of Sharon. And um, yeah, this, this is still really good news. Um, the Structured Assets LLC claims to own an 11.1% beneficial interest. 0.1%. <laughs> Yeah, point actually it's eleven point one one percent. That's how you know. That's how you know there's a bag attached to that. You guys are looking for the point. It's a huge bag. <laughs> and, and, and actually, the interesting thing is, so in both 
instances, I don't think um, Ed Sheeran is being um, sued directly by the Marvin Gaye estate. No. I think in the first instant, he was being sued by Townsend, who was a co-writer on the song, Let's Get It On. And then in this instant, he's being sued by these structured assets who say they own 11.1% um, royalties from the copyright of Let's Get It How On. How do random um, random entities own parts of songs? Well, I don't know if they're random, but I mean, if you're a business... Or is it you, one you person under a, 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 an entity? And just I guess you can buy somebody's publish. You can always buy somebody's publishing share of yeah, a song, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and apparently um, this Structured Assets um, LLC sought $100 million in damages. Does Ed have that much? <laughs> I think he, I think so. I think this guy's so, want to lock Ed, this guy's want to lock Ed into a $500 million year contract. <laughs> what on earth? Yeah. So they say the ruling was dismissed with prejudice, meaning that the decision is the final judgment and it prohibits um, SAS from refiling charges. Honestly, I'm tired of this. That guys, was like man. a big. Try- that like, was, yeah, that was a big. Leave me alone, by Ed. Like, just you guys, just leave me. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let me go, Please. man. This is a this is a huge win for us um, songwriters. Like, honestly, like trying to patent code pro- progressions and all that type of stuff and vibes, like, feeling guys, that's nonsense. And vibes and grooves and yeah. Rah. Like, if we start doing this, we're going down like a very toxic path, and nobody will ever be able to like make anything new because, you know what I mean. Mm. It, they even say, let's get it on. Uh, chord progression was used at least 29 times before appearing in Let's Get It On and was in another 23 songs before Thinking Out Loud was released. So it's just like, bruh, people be using these chord progressions, man. Like, can we just make good music? Like, we need to stop. Yeah, we we need need to stop. We need to. It's, it's, uh, I think it's part of it. By we, I mean human beings. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we need to stop. Let the AI get enough. You know what? I need to block. I'm going to block AI from my socials now. Bro, I've seen too much of AI. It's t- I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to block AI for, um, so I will not bring it up. But you were saying something. I don't know what I was saying. Just continue, sorry. It's bad podding. Oh, oh no, no, no. But actually, that, that that's really it for like the interesting um, international music news. Mm. So um, I guess we can move to like Kenyan news and the big one. La- wait, 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 we have to big- intro. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, please. Go ahead. Wait, I think Boys your intro might, have to, might be better than mine. Just go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Boys, Boys and, girls. and girls. from all over the world. We have some massive... Massive Isn't news. that massive? It's also kind of... It's massive. Is it? Wait, wait, why do you think it's not massive, Sam? Eh, I don't know because... Well, okay, let's let's talk about the news first. Oh, it's not news at this point. Everyone knows. <laughs> not like we're no, breaking it, okay, something yeah, and, here. Uh, okay, we're not... It's not, Okay, it's not breaking news, but it's definitely news. And it's, and, it's, and it's really big news because of just how massive these guys have played a role in, in the music industry in Kenya. Yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially, the boys, Saudi Soul, the boys, the Saudi Soul have announced a second split, which they're calling a hiatus. 
Um, and yeah, man, they've announced the decision to go on an indefinite hiatus from the Kenyan music scene following the conclusion of their world tour, which is set to commence on May 21st, 2023. And I'll just read like a brief like section of their, of their announcement where they kind of say, we are excited to announce that Saudi Souls Africa's sensational sensational musical powerhouse will embark on an exhilarating tour, stopping in five cities across the U.S., um, followed by 10 stops in Europe and four stops in Canada before taking an indefinite hiatus, heartbreak everywhere. Everyone was crying when they read that. Mm -hmm. Um, This tour is a celebration of their remarkable journey, filled with excitement for the future and a testament to the enduring bond of friendship and partnership built over 20 years in the industry. Now you can read the rest of the um <laughs> of the of the press release mm. on their Instagram. Mm. But essentially they're going to end with a bang world tour then they'll come back and do the um boys to men concert, go back in tour and then come back December they're going to have their I guess what feels like almost like a final um, soul fest and uh, to be fair it's great marketing because like I even me I, I think I would be really ready to go for this soul fest um, yeah. in December you know because it's gonna feel like damn is this the last time we see oh my together? goodness and by that time um, we, we should be able to know whether Ben Soul is still on and and Viri is still on the label, still like indefinitely. So that would be. Yeah, a, imagine man. if they are off and it's like a final, final. That would be too much to say goodbye to, though. <laughs> but, but, but Sam, how 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 do you feel about it? Because I I know you're our Saudi Soul correspondent, and you're more of a fan of them than I am. Um. So how how did you feel reading the news and 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 what do you think is gonna happen in the future? Do you think um them going on solo their solo paths? is a good decision do you think they'll 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 be able to have more success solo do you think this is the natural progression of of groups and bands like what do you think yeah time does i mean they've been around for a long time right how do i feel um i there's groups where like when i read the news of Daft Punk, Daft Punk breaking up like that hit me i was like oh snap um i didn't really feel it without a soul though Really? You haven't felt it? I didn't really feel it with Saudi Soul. Um, Is it because they've broken up in the past? It feels like before? they have been broken up, honestly, since since uh, their last uh, album. It kind of feels like they've been yeah. moving, moving um, separately. This. Um, yeah. And almost like they've been preparing their fans for it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I have... Uh, so... Hmm. It's cool. I mean, I, you can't really fault artists because progression is progression. Uh, they've did what they've done. They've been recognized internationally, locally. They are already solidified. Um, yeah. And it's like, all right, maybe art, artists usually have have steps in mind and maybe they just got to a point where they're like, you know, my individual goals at this point matter more than our vision as a whole. And so let's do that. It's a good thing that they're off their label because that will have been a lot harder to get off. Um, mm-hmm. it, it'd been a lot harder to split up with that in mind. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I I definitely just wish them the best. I will now. I'm. Lo- I would like to see how each of them move individually. Um, so that you can really go back and see what every single person who, contributed. Who do you think this clip benefits the most? Is that a brutal question to ask? No, it's it's a question on everyone's minds. Obviously, when a, when a group splits up, when like when you leave high school with your friends, you guys are all trying to figure out who who is going to be the richest, who is going to you know all of that. So this that is definitely in play here. Um, I definitely feel the the one with the most traction um, is is uh, BN, obviously, right? Um, yeah. He has the most traction, and then probably Savara right behind him. Um, I think Chimano would be at the least. He's released maybe an EP, but he's kind of been quiet. Um, so yeah, definitely, I think BN is going to benefit a lot from a lot of. I've heard a lot of people, not my words, but I've heard a lot of people calling him like the Beyonce of the group. Um, you haven't even talked about uh, Fancy Fingers. <laughs> oh no, I indirectly talked about him. So if Chimano would be the the one the the one who maybe has been outside the least. Fancy Fingers has been releasing, especially last year, just the end of last year. He was doing a lot of releases. He released his album and a couple of singles. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's interesting. Uh, let's see how 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 the Kenyan audience... I have a question now. Sorry, let me interrupt myself. <laughs> if this tour does not do well, <laughs> mm-hmm. what do you think? Do you think they're actually going to like, like break up or they're going to start planning another one so that they can actually go to the bank? Or if their album doesn't I, do well at I, the end of it, like what what happens? Because they don't have okay, that okay, okay. major label backing Ooh. anymore. I'm so, okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm holding on. So, what do you mean by if the tour? What 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 does the tour doing well for them mean? Well, that's my question. You? Oh, but my question now: What does a tour not doing well for them mean? See then it I mean if the tour doesn't do well I would assume then it's 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 um cause for them to be like yeah this is the right decision maybe we should wind down yeah. the whole Saudi soul thing right Yeah But I don't imagine it'll do badly I don't think it's going to do badly unless I don't I don't think it me. will either <laughs> No I don't think it will do badly either Um Yeah I think the tour is going to do really well um I don't think so, okay so the way I see it is most of these venues are going to be, um, like we said, it's mostly going to be patronized by diaspora, diasporic, or the, the diaspora, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, so I think they will get a lot of people. Um, I mean, look at the dates. Atlanta, Dallas, Seattle, LA, New York, Washington, Stockholm, Oslo, Copenhagen, Paris, London, Bristol, Sheffield, Amsterdam. I think they they, they wouldn't be going there if they they didn't have like a, a base. Of are there any African dates? Um, no. So essentially, um, the the idea is see this is why it's a world tour. It's it's mainly hitting U.S., Canada, and Europe, and then they'll come back to do Boys to Men in June. I think they'll come back to do Boys to Men in June before kicking off the European leg of the tour. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they'll come back, it seems, around July. And then they'll go and do um, the stuff in Canada in August. And then September, they'll finish off in Canada, in Vancouver on the 3rd. 
And then after that, I guess they'll be setting up for um, Soul Fest, which I think is going to do... I think it's going to be... It'll, it'll be, like, huge. I mm. think it's going to... I think it's gonna, they're going to end with a bang. Mm. I think it's going to be big. I just have a feeling. Because all this hype about it being the last... This is their last hoorah. Yeah. I don't know. Are they going to also release an album this year? Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that they're releasing a final album also. Um they said they're releasing a final album. Yes, from what I saw. Um, so ah, then this is. I think I think they're gonna end with a bang. Definitely, um, I I don't do lots of concert, but I'm definitely going to be at the Soul Fest. I just I just, I just like to see if, what's even going me. On. I'm gonna go and I I I and I'm I I guess I'm gonna admit this on the podcast. I haven't been to any Soul Fest, um, which is horrible. <laughs> is um, it? It's so fine. I, for this one, I think you don't I will, listen to I, them. I so huh? you don't listen to them. So you don't have the the. Yeah, I wouldn't the say I'm a huge fan, and not not because I think their music isn't great. It's just it's, I don't interact with their music that much. But I think that I I definitely think they're gonna um, end with a bang. The thing is, if it's soup, if like this tour and the music does very well and Soul Fest does very well, it's like damn, you guys are still profitable. Are you sure? Are you sure you guys wanna? <laughs> <laughs> well, up? yeah. Sometimes personal lives are, uh, are worth more than profit. Um, so that's true. So what they're planning to do, their individual goals, and what they plan to do by themselves, uh, maybe it's worth more than profit. Maybe there's a, there's a whole big rollout. <laughs> and and to be and to be fair, this isn't the end of them collaborating on music and stuff. You know, you like you look at Inauma and Broad, like was that was produced by like Polycarp, and they'll still collaborate and make music together. It's not the end. Yeah, really. Well, uh, it's just the beginning of a new chapter. We'll see. Uh, it will be interesting to see, like now, when they're at the end of the year, when they're all like, when they when they're done. It'll be inter- interesting to see what brings them together, because I think that will give us an indicator of what what they feel their value is, based on what they've done. Like it will show us a lot more on who you mean they agreed to after, get on a song after, with. Yeah, after they're done, after they've broken up. Uh, yeah, it should, okay. it'll be interesting yeah. to see. We'll see. All right, guys, let's get together for this person. Let's get together for this person. It'll be interesting to see who who brings them out. Um, we'll see. But this is yeah. I'll definitely say, miss out song Yashinsky songs though, because those have been bangers. Those have been bangers. <laughs> those have been bangers. Um, and yeah. and I think anthems too. Like they've been very important to like the Kenyan social cultural um, space. So. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, they're beloved Kenyan, we'll beloved Kenyan band. We don't know who is more beloved the than them. The most beloved so. Kenyan band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But speaking of artists who are beloved, and I, I guess just kind of, um, well, we have more news, but like I really wanted to talk about this while we're while we're here. Um, so Saudi Soul are taking a hiatus, right? And obviously. BN looks to be the most successful yeah. person who's going to come out of Saudi Soul as a solo On artist, paper, right? he does, yeah. On paper, he that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But I think this news should be interesting if you're a Kenyan artist. Op- do you think it opens now, up the I field? Know, 
it opens up the field. Mm-hmm. And I, I know music isn't supposed to be, on paper, it's not supposed to be a comp, but it is competitive, right? Yeah, we just say um, that to make ourselves feel better that it's not competition. It is. <laughs> it, there, it's, there's a competition. Yeah. And, I, and I know a lot of artists aren't in it for the competition, but there is a competition. There is a, who's the best? Who's up next? Who's going to be carrying the flag of Kenyan music? you know, post Saudi soul because they've done it and they've done it well mm. for the past few years. Mm. Sam, I have a controversial opinion. We need, we need a country. Oh, we do, do we have a controversy drop? Controversy. <laughs> um, well, well, I, it's not, it's not really controversial, but I have a feeling yeah. that within the next five years, yeah. The biggest artist in this country, one, mm-hmm. is not gonna be affiliated with Saudi Soul. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> two. Well, that cancels I out two, like, two, two popular artists I know of. Yes, it does. Yeah. Two. I think the biggest artist in this country is not going to be a man. Okay. All right. I can't say anything about that. And th- <laughs> I'm giving my opinions. And three, mm-hmm. I guess I should just say this. I think the biggest, and this just opens up, and I know if they're listening, I know you're not competing, but I think the this opens up a lane for the biggest who's the there? You said if, if they're listening, who's the there you're talking about? That's what I'm going to say. Or the if artist? they're listening, this open. I'm going to say their name, Sam. Uh, <laughs> let me, let, let me go. get you in trouble. <laughs> Hey, let if you're listening, no, I'm hi. In, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to get it. No, listen, bro. Let me cook, Sam. Oh, let bad. me cook. Go ahead. If, you, if you're listening right now, I know you're not like competing. It's not competition. But I feel like the it lane is, is open for you to really dominate here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Sam. You had it here first. I have been... The name I have been skirting around. The name that I have just been... Just say it. I have been withholding from the just listeners say what for this past say. five Stop. minutes. <laughs> I have to build it up, man. You this don't. is the point of a podcast. You don't. It's been like two minutes. Just say what... It's just a name. Sam, <laughs> I think the biggest artist in this country... Do the drum roll, please. You know, we can also just do that like in post. No, like you didn't it's never, it's never cool when you throw in like a random drum loop, drum roll sample in there. It doesn't sound as, as real, but try it's to be really authentic be here. Xenia Manasseh. I think Xenia is going to be the biggest artist in this country. I think this opens up like a huge opportunity for her um, to really dominate. Now, how is she going to do this? Well, I think when it comes to the music, um, and I think when it comes to the numbers, the streaming game, I think she's sorted. Mm-hmm. That, on that frontier, like Xenia is killing it. She she's recently up, yeah. released a new song. She, she re- recently released um, a new song, uh, Temporary Love. And this is like the first single off of her new album. Um, she says, um, now that I have you here, it's album season. The first single temporary love comes out tomorrow while it's already out. We have worked for this for so long. And if you've been with me the last few years, I know you have this one. This one is overwhelming. I can't even count how many people have come together over the last few years to make this move, this moment happen. I am beyond grateful for this moment. Wow. 
produced by Mombru, and obviously she's she also shouts out her um, her management um, soul headquarters. Sam, you look at the you look at the moves she's making. You look at um, her recent releases. How well "Love Me or Leave Me" has done. Mm. How well that project did in general. She released a video. The visuals were good. Bruh, she's making the right moves. Yeah. Now, I think what she can improve on mm-hmm. is the concerts, the live, the live gigs, yeah. that whole element of being an artist. I think that is still fledgling and I think it can be better. But I think if if she ties that aspect of her artistry up and 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 makes it better and and figures out that that segment of her artistry. Yeah. Sam, I'm telling you, we are sitting on a star. Because also, like we said, she she's written she's written for the likes of Tiana Taylor. She has she has that right that pen, which is a lot of that a lot of artists don't have a good pen. That is something she I think she does that. well though. Is her pen is is very well her pen is sort of she has a more international style pen than many artists here. That's what that's what R&B I'm saying. Artists, and and bruh, listen, sorry. I'm telling you, she's the she's the one who will take care. She she has the potential. Anyway, let me just say this: yeah. to take Kenya international. That would be interesting, to though. Take Kenyan music outside of this. Boundary. That would be interesting. You see, the one the one limitation. It's not limit. It's not a limitation, to be fair. But I feel like, uh how can I even put this? I feel like, um. The international market's introduction to Kenyan music, it like a lot of these people need to be babied, babied. <laughs> a lot of pe- babied, yeah, yes, fans, fans, and people in general need to be babied. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Xenia, because she has an international pen, yeah, and even the way her delivery is and whatever, I feel like it'll be an easier like entry into Kenyan music because it's 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 similar to what the international market is listening to right now yeah it's similar and then i think what would be really smart is if, if now zinia can use that as the that's the trap that's like how i get you here mm-hmm. and then now she can start adding kenyan elements into her music more african elements do you think she has that in her cuz you've watched her move for like maybe a year two years ah uh, yeah yeah you yeah, think yeah, she does yeah, yeah. no 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 zinia has that in her for sure mm. and if she doesn't mm-hmm. i think it's as easy as just getting the producers who can get her there and all that type of stuff uh, bro do you think she'll think she'll be zinia. as big if she if she's if she, what if she like cuz there's been a, a a a bunch of artists who are moving to the states, you know, to stay. And I know she bounces between here and the states. Do you think she'll be as big, or do you think it matters where where she's based? Like if she's based here in Kenya or she's based um in the West? I think she should straddle both um both regions mm. be- because I think what's gonna set her, like I said, bruh. What's going <clears> to <throat> get people there is the familiarity. Yeah. Oh my God, you sound like you could be on a song with Summer Walker yeah. or whoever and all these other R&B song, songstresses. I'm, I'm sold. 
oh my God, you have this extra dimension to you where you're hopping on Afro beats and stuff, which yeah. to be fair, all these other R&B girls, they do. But you see what Xenia has is it's authentic because she's actually from here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So if she can like now start in including that stuff in, then that's going to set her aside. Um, You look at Lupita. Lupita um, moved places to mm-hmm. America. Lupita Nyong'o. Like she moved to the States like she she mostly lives there. Mm. It might be beneficial for Xenia to to move to where like the action is. But I think I would implore her to like really, really um I don't know, also associate herself with just Kenya in general. Mm. Because that's what's gonna set her like aside from the rest. And then these guys are gonna be like because honestly. Hollywood, the music industry in general, they're always looking for like this novel act who they can put on a pedestal because, oh my God, look, you're from Kenya, you're here. And you know what I mean? And yeah. and that'll even push you further because it it makes them look good because they are pushing like an African Kenyan act. So, and I think it's even how like Lupita became big. It's not, I mean, I'm not to say that she wasn't talented, mm-hmm. but also the timing was there. The mm-hmm. timing was perfect because the, the the industry was looking to put on a pedestal somebody who's from Africa, somebody who's from Kenya. And it, the, the, it just worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's important for her to like really um, integrate the Kenyan sound, the African sound into her music. And I think she will. Um, I yeah, th- I listen, think I think that's where think we might Zinia, disagree. I don't think she'll do that as much. I just don't see it in will. her too. She's more she she has no, a more you, Western style of of of. But I feel present. like I feel like you're saying that based off of what is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have to go off is what she's what she's given us so far and how she's been moving yeah, and everything. But me, I'm, me, I'm projecting. Yeah. Me, I'm, me right now, I'm projecting because I agree with you. Yes. Based off of what she's done, mm-hmm. she has a more Western leaning sound. But me, I'm projecting what she's gonna do based off of the success she's gonna have, and I'm projecting to say that what's gonna really set her aside yeah. is a mixture of her West, like just her proficiency in producing Western sounding music, yeah. and then including that and just mixing it with the Kenyan sound, the African sound, that's what's going to make her like stand. Yeah. You know, okay. Just okay. Stand apart. Okay. From what does that, what does else? that look like for you? If you were to speculate further, what does that look, her incorporating more of an African sound? What does that look like for you? Um, it looks like just like how like the West African artists move, you know, you look at Ira star, like she, she's on Afrobeats. She's, you look at Thames, Thames is a good example. Uh, you Has know Thames I mean? been she... on Afrobeat since he left? Thames, Thames. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Thames is denouncing Af- is denouncing Nigeria at this point. She has got, she's uh, she's out <laughs> of here, know, man. She has, but but even the, in her delivery of stuff, although they're different, because like yeah, like you said, Thames Thames is is more like the way she delivers her stuff is it's just it's Nigerian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, she can sing, but like it's not mostly Western. But I think if she, if they if they use the attempts and Ira Star um, as a template to yeah. how to present yourself on African beats and yeah. African whatevers, I think she'll be fine. And, and listen, yeah. w- one thing that Xenia has, she's young. 
she's done so much already already yeah. bro she has the deals in place she has good management and a good distribution company she has the she has the kids like the people like in Nairobi in Kenya genuinely are fans of her mm-hmm. she has the connection to the states she has the publishing she has a I don't know if she has a publishing she has, deal she's she's in a she, good position but to, she, to i think she is in a publishing situation and that's what helped her write for Tiana Taylor mm-hmm. like all the pieces of the puzzle are there and that that gives me and this might be controversial that gives me an idea of her being bigger than in in the in the next few years than a Saudi soul or a member from Saudi soul or yeah. whatever artist like i think because of these pieces of the puzzle she just has a lot, she has like her upside her cap is higher than all of these other artists that would make sense Yeah no I mean it's again we've talked about just this current period being very um pivotal I think for for Kenyan Kenyan art Kenyan music so yeah um definitely I'm excited I just I love to um, right now how I see it is I wish I was I was 5 years ahead and looking back at now so I can know exactly um yeah. w- what happened and what did people use what they have you know um what what did people use what they have to do and to get to where they need to get mm-hmm. in if they did um i was For a lot sure. of words to say nothing actually um <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah no I d- i'm definitely excited i would love to see who she features on the album i think that would be a very uh, a, a decent enough indicator of what kind of direction she has been on For sure. and what what where her mindset is um it would be really dope to see nigerian artists on that album um uh of course also western artists even though i feel like that the likelihood of that might be a little lower than we think um but also a lot of kenyan artists collaborations on that um if she's not giving us one of those this is but me but it's entirely possible man look at the yeah. playlist she's is on, this her man. debut she's, album by the way No, she's had another album. Or oh, was it an EP? No, she's she's done a whole bunch of EPs. EP slash album. Well, then this might be debut. They're all the same thing at this point. They are really. <laughs> But um yo, listen, Gozinia, that's my controversial take. It's not that Sam, controversial. We're going <laughs> to It's really not controversial, yeah. but that, that's my take. Let's blitz through these um these news articles. So I'm just going to blitz I'm going to blitz through these. Um so other news that's happening, Hassel Sasa and Alchemist um are offering a t- well they got a 12 minute grant for creatives. Alchemist like the the, the club Alchemist. Yeah, the Alchemist Bar in partnership with Hassel Sasa announced earlier this week that it has re- received 12 a 12 million grant from the Ignite Culture program to launch a 9 month digital incubator for Kenyan creatives. I think this is really dope. Um it's going to be dubbed the Turning Passions into Livelihoods. The project aims to take a thousand creatives through immersive business and marketing through uh, imp- immersive business and marketing masterclasses by December of 2023 facilitated by various industry experts such as Artist Rights Africa Olivia Ambani and Tetu hey. Shani so nice. um I if like you that. if you want to um apply for this i think you should if you're a creative 
Um, Because they'll be teaching things such as like just being savvy as a creative in business, how to incorporate AI and non-fungible tokens into your, you know, cryptocurrency and all that type of stuff. So it's just a lot of stuff that I think is going to be super beneficial Mm. for you. Um and yeah, man, the Alchemist and Hassel Sasa are part of the second cohort to receive funding from the ACPE ACP EU Ignite Culture Program, yeah. which aims to promote cultural and creative industries in the African, Caribbean, and Pacific regions by providing financial and technical support to the creative economy. Um, so that's big news. Um, and congratulations for them for secured, securing that 12 million grant. Um, in other news, I guess, because uh, I'm blitzing through these, um, MCSK was finally awarded an operating license by Kekobo. Yeah. Um, so this was following a directive by the parliament on the 17th of May after months of protracted disputes between the two organizations. Essentially, the way I understand it is Kikobo were sus <laughs> of MCSK because they didn't know if they, they, there was a lack of transparency yeah. in how MCSK collects the funds and how they distribute royalties to musicians. So they were kind of uh-huh, like, they don't. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I trust you guys with this money. I don't know if you're going to use it in the way it needs to be used. But apparently, um, M- M- MCSK were like, you know what? I'm going to report you to the headmaster. So they took, <laughs> they took Kekobo and they took their, their, their pleas to the floor of parliament and where they were able to find favor in a hearing and um, they were able to secure a year's worth or Wait. a year's long... Um, go ahead. Yeah, so... So the issues that we've had with MCSK, those have not been solved. They just they just were able to get rid of the person who was who was bullying who was reporting them. Exactly. Ah, brilliant. Yeah, All right. That can't. license needs to be taken away then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that the, doesn't the mean anything at all. The, the issues haven't been solved. Like from what it looks like, they literally just were able to gain favor from parliament when they. Oh, and that's the that, I think that's the saddest part of that because then that means parliament is not really looking. Well, they said long, they said, hard enough listen, at what's happening. In issuing the ruling, the committee chairman Dan Wanyama said CMOs are private companies and the government should not appear in any way to micromanage them. The work of the government should be to provide oversight and a conducive environment for CMOs to thrive as businesses to serve the members effectively. This is what we want to see. And I'm sure... But what if they're not doing that? that so see, what, see, that's I what don't I'm like saying. that statement. On, on, that statement means that, oh, we have the power to... We would really like to see you guys um, do well. But if you're doing well, there's nothing we're going to do about it it's it's your fault that doesn't mean anything no 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 for me it's it's more it's more of a slap on the wrist it's like listen this is what you guys need to be doing so 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 do it or or else and they, and obviously mcsk were like yeah you know mcs you're right. they have you know we will they have what do you call it <laughs> five hundred thousand uh dollar uh what do you call it um watches and stuff around their chain uh, around their wrists a slap is not going to hurt yeah. them at all you guys need to really look at them and take away those wristwatches well, and those... Let's see what Ezekiel Mutua and MCSK do, but um, they've so got what they wanted. So hopefully the year to come, um, Kenyans can be... Well, Kenyan uh, artists hey, can listen, be paid, artists, highly find budget. ways to get your own, like register with individual... Yeah, yeah. yeah just... 
and it's and it's and it's very doable. It's very doable to bypass. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then again, Fact I don't want. To, this is not any advice. This, this is not any advice we're giving. But like, yeah, don't want to say this on the public p- platform. But um, <laughs> it's very possible to kind of if you're if you're frustrated at how your royalties have been collected, there are very many ways to collect what you what you owe. Mm-hmm. Um, without necessarily having to involve MCS, and the landscape but is changing is too. Not, so. the, yeah, that's it's not changed, advice actually. by any means. Um, but yeah, that's what I have for for news and and music. Um, Sam, what were you listening to this week that caught your ears? I uh, well, we could go through it. I don't think there was not much, honestly. Um, for me, at least, uh, in terms of notable music that they put out, I know yeah. that sounds terrible. But I don't care. Well, I care a little bit. Um, because artists are working hard and we should recognize the music that they put out. Um, that sounds condescending. It sound. does, actually. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean it condescending, but it came out that way. <laughs> um, okay, well, listen, let me just start. Um, for me, oh, wow. he I listened... Me. Okay, go ahead. I didn't buy... No, no, ahead, ahead, I was, listen, you were digging a hole, so I was just like, yeah, listen. Anyway, um, so just left me I in the hole. <laughs> I'm, I was listening to Fanta Lean, yeah. uh, Jovi Jove, Swahili Papi, Timmy Blanco, and Nekumbo. It's what you expect from them. I, I think it's fire. Um, so shout out to them. Listened to M. Rumbi. Um, yeah, I listened to M. Rumbi. Then I also listened... He li- Sorry, this is so bad. The song is called Sunshine State of Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, then BN. Released a song with DJ Edu, mm. Too Easy. Um, I thought I thought it was okay. I, I actually enjoyed listening to it. Um, and yeah, oh yeah, and Friend Zone by Kim Life, which I thought was, yeah, that was really dope. really good. That was dope. really good song. Kim Life skates on Afrobeats. I like that. He skates, yeah. skates, skates. Um, there's been a the the quality of the Afrobeats that be, that have been produced from Kenya are actually going up. I've been like watching. It's like. Very interesting. Trust me, Kim Life is the future. Yeah, there's beats. Not a sponsor. Even just the beats themselves, um, they're sounding a yeah. lot more. Of course, it's just imitation, but they're sounding a lot, a lot more um, cleaner. Um, but yeah, I think you covered it honestly. Um, there's not much else that mm. that came out. Of course, Zinia released um, "Temporary Love," the first single of her joint. <laughs> Temporary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love. Um, Can I sing some? Um, they have the pipes. Pause. Carrying on, carrying on. Lord have mercy on me. Um, so yeah, that was I mean, that's the production mixing, that's the sultry vocals. Um, it's very good. Uh, and, just, and it would appear she she said she was trying to engineer for herself. So she said she recorded a lot of these songs. No, really. Bedroom, but she didn't mix so. it. I'm sure the person that she, she has someone who usually does her mixing for her. Um yeah, I yeah, think yeah, is the person yeah. who but, actually but, produced but, the album. If I'm not wrong, I may be wrong though. Mombru. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to meet Mombru. I don't think it's, it's a Kenyan. Is, is, is Mombru Kenyan? I have no, no I don't think it's. I don't but think I'd like to meet he or she is. I don't think they is. Yeah. They are. When you say yeah. they is, it's oh, so no moving ahead, moving ahead, moving ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what would you um, play 
for the fire for this I mean the song at the end of the oh, friend zone is a fire joint um but I think we should play uh temporary love by Zinnia. Uh, it's I just think it's a brilliant song um she it's brilliant. she did what she does distance no i kept you waiting that was my mistake i can't say i've been honest i ain't wanna lose i've been there before i can't hurt no more was out of control was out of my mind how could i walk in love so blind and need a reminder i didn't make moves thinking that i was a wiser come to realize i was only the divider i apologize for the time that i wasted i apologize for the chasing know that it's a little bit belated if it ain't a little complicated yeah i wanna know if it's a go if it's for sure baby you know that i want it to be us done with temporary love it feels so right i cannot fight that a fire's ignited ain't unrequited no more temporary Listened, but the feelings overwhelmed me. I had to make a difference. If I'm being honest, promise I won't keep you long. I'm just learning how to love, stepping into the unknown. I can't say that I'll be everything you need. Solid effort, I can guarantee. And I know it is a little bit belated. If it ain't a little complicated, yeah. I wanna know if it's a go, if it's for sure, baby. Temporary Love by Zinia Manasseh, produced by Mombru. Amazing, amazing some, song. Man. Some nice what? R&B vibes for the playlist. Uh, crazy. Yeah. Um, yo, Zinia just needs to keep doing what she's doing, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her trajectory is on the right path. Or her path is on the right trajectory. <laughs> Whatever the case is, she's doing well. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Sam, <laughs> that was episode 21. Uh, down the can. I say down the can, but I'm pretty sure that's not a, a correct thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, you just be saying things sometimes <laughs> just because it sounds I, sometimes good. it's words just be falling out of my mouth, and I'm just like, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening as always. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's been a crazy ride. We're now past the 20 episode threshold. Which is pretty dope. 
And um, yeah, hopefully we we get to do this for many more episodes. Mm. You can find us on the 30% pod on everything. Um, LinkedIn, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, uh, all that good stuff. And yeah, man, uh, if you have any suggestions, anything you want to give us in terms of feedback, we're always open. And as always... Keep playing Kenyan music. And if you're in a radio station, play more Kenyan music because, damn, I think Kenyans are coming to take the international stage, man. Kenyan music is the future, for real. Yeah, Sam, any last words? Uh, We did an interview, um, our first interview. Um, Here's where you insert the claps and, uh, you know, the sound bite. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Our first first interview uh, is coming up. Um, I think that's dropping, when Next week? Next week. Um, we interviewed a young gentleman called Philo. Uh, he's the A&R behind um, um, Brooklyn Boys and, um, and who else? A bunch of drill artists, Davaji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's, he's, I, we think he's, he's, he's a brilliant, brilliant guy. Um, he's upcoming. He, he knows exactly what he's talking about and how he's moving. Like he's a very calculated, planned gentleman. Yeah. It's a good conversation that we had Um um talked for over an hour just on music and where we see it going and everything yeah. so um definitely look out for that um it's yeah 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 it's it's going to be good do you do you have anything no 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 like i agree with that? everything you've said man amazing conversation and yep. i can't wait for you guys to to listen to it um and brad like yeah. the fact that he's what he's only 23 um he's really yeah, young he's, too yeah he's young so and he has so much knowledge on the music industry so it was an amazing mm, conversation and mm. it's just good to see it's good to see we have people who are really thinking you know in this like it's just crazy. yeah yeah moving yeah. differently um so yeah that's the, definitely look out for that uh, we def- we had a, a good time recording that a good time talking just having a conversation yeah. um with him so um we're excited to present that to you people the fans and family yes sir but yeah man uh th- I, I, again thanks for listening and see we'll catch you on episode 22 of the 30 percent podcast we out